on. Can we stop it? No, we started. I, like, I, like, I don't like the breaks in the middle. I think like... It's hard to do that. That sounds better. But it sounds better. Yeah. That's sounding good so far. What day is it? It's Snarly Sunday. <laughs> Where's everyone else? <laughs> okay, do you hear that? Hear what? That. It's so quiet in our house. <laughs> it really is quiet. It's super quiet. The kids are either reading or sleeping and no Gosh, one playing with Lego. No one felt like they could have the energy to come join us, but that's okay. We've been meaning to do just one me and you. <laughs> That's right. Well, and we just wanted it to be... Sometimes it feels like we're like, come on, you gotta come. We're gonna come do on, it. Kids. <laughs> and today we're just like, anyone who wants to join us. Yeah, we might get a straggler. I think Peter might join us when he's finished reading his chapter and when Joshua gets bored with his Legos. But um, the girls, I think, are out for the count. I think we Absolutely. had some good participation last week because... Um, we were talking about juicy topics, oh, yeah. like yeah. high school crushes. So definitely some boring things this week, according <laughs> to the kids. I don't think these things are boring. Mm. But uh, this last week was Make a New Friend Week. and um, Oh, interesting. Isn't it interesting? Yeah. Because, I mean, we think about it, like as we mention it in these little chats that we do, yeah. and then we don't think about it, but it kind of Surfaces comes up. a little bit throughout the week, yeah. Yeah. So uh, just to review, the 15th, which was last Sunday, was Foreign Language Appreciation Day. The 16th, Mayflower Day. The 17th, Frisbee Day. 18th, I'm Sorry Day. 19th, Social Media Blackout Day. 20, Make a New Friend Day. And the 21st, yesterday, Do You Remember Day. Mm. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. And we, we were in so many we different directions. We were in so many different Peter directions. Uh, well... No one was home. I know, but he this morning he said, we forgot to do it. Well, we kind of forgot, but I also knew that it just kind of wasn't going to happen. But we will include it in this episode, and we will play it sometime today. Maybe with the disco ball. Sounds like a That would be fun. So, um, but it was, it was a cool week. Kind of crazy. We were spread out, either all over the country or, like, True. just doing stuff. Because you were traveling for the first three days, and then... Yeah. So we really didn't get to dive into some of these things. Like, it would have been nice to think about the pilgrims from, like, a... It wouldn't have been nice. It would have been so I nice. I mean, if only. To <laughs> confirm... I'm saving know, that for November. We may as well. Yeah, I mean, who wants but to I, think? But I think, if I remember my research in doing uh, this calendar, I believe that the pilgrims must have landed sometime in September, which would have given them a little while to try and... 21st night. Well, would have given them a little while to try to start some you know, gardens or whatever. And then by the time it became Thanksgiving, which was in November, a couple months later, they didn't have anything. So they had to to share with the Indians. This is what every elementary school kid has learned from the beginning of time. And who knows uh, all the details that have been embellished. But um, that uh, that's on this week's calendar. But first, let's not skip over Foreign Language Appreciation Day. Um, Becky, can you talk to us? Um, oh. In your favorite foreign language. I'm thrilled to talk about... This is my favorite like, foreign language. And to some, it is a foreign language. Now, to what? me... What? Explain that. English. 
English. Because <laughs> they don't speak this way in Canada, do they? No. Well, truth be known, I don't really know a foreign language. I did take my two years, token two years, and I did have to sing the national anthem up in Canada, um, sometimes in French. But the Canadian that, national anthem. The Canadian national okay. anthem, yes. Um, but I don't know a foreign language, but I was just mentioning to Ryan how thrilled I am that our girls really, really are loving Spanish. They're both in their, mm-hmm. let's see, Alyssa's in her fourth year of taking it, Anna's in her... Yeah, and they, they are good. They understand a lot more yeah. than I think I ever And did. I like listening to them. I like sometimes yeah. they'll say things and I'm like, Anna, beautiful Spanish, sounds so good. Yeah, so, they, they know a lot of stuff and sometimes they know words that I have either forgotten or never knew. Um, Not bad word, mind you. Just they words. probably know some of those, but I don't ask them about those. Um, but they're good. Uh, Peter has just joined us. Welcome, mm-hmm. Pedro. We're talking about foreign languages. <laughs> and uh, no, what can you can you expand on what Dad just said? He just called you Pedro, 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 <laughs> Pedro. This is why I don't speak another language. And what what makes you like? What do you think about when he says that? That's just like a nickname. It's a nickname. It's a nickname, but that's how they say Peter in Spanish. Yeah, I know. And would it be Pierre in French? Is that? Yeah. That's, it what, I, that's would. what I thought. Let's say so. That's cool. <laughs> it has been said. Peter. Um, oh, Pierre. Tell us about. You shouldn't have come. Tell us about foreign languages <laughs> that you think would be fun to learn. Um, French and Spanish. French and Spanish. How come those two? Because I've started learning both of them. Oh, yeah. He was doing Duolingo for a while. Oh, what a blessing that is. You know, <laughs> it's true. Duolingo does help you build that vocabulary. And for a year, I don't think I've told this story on these recordings, but for a year, I studied German. Um, uh, I wanted to do all of the Duolingo classes, which there's a ton of them. And I finished them all in a year's time. And this was in preparation to go to Europe for a couple of weeks where... I would say 90, 80% of the countries we were visiting were kind of German speaking. Mm-hmm. And uh, I used three words. No, hold on. A huge, okay. huge disappointment in myself. But did you feel like you recognized some of the words while you were over there? Or you were great as far as reading, have a yes. Base? As far as reading signage and stuff, sure. most of the time I was saying um, Dunction, which is thank you, um, Bittischen, which would be like you're welcome, and Entschuldigung. Which means, excuse me. Yeah, I, mouthful. I, I, excuse me, I want you to say that again. <laughs> yeah, and we were saying that all the time. Because mm-hmm. you'd be walking around the town, you'd bump into again. somebody. Just say it again, because I think... Entschuldigung. I don't even know if, so, if I'm saying it right. Entschuldigung. That's what I remember. But those were like the words. And, and I remember going to buy some kind of... Something. pastry at a bakery or something like mm-hmm. that. And I thought, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to use my words that you use in a little shop. And the person working at the shop could tell that I was struggling to know the right words, yeah. right phrases, and then they just started speaking in English. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I guess that's what this we're is doing what we're here. Doing. This so, sounds great. <laughs> which that was always a thing in, uh, in Peru when I was living there was I, it's hard to remember the days that are so hard. Because once you get the language down, it's just down and you start thinking in it and you start speaking it and all that kind of stuff. But... It is, um, foreign language is like a muscle in your brain. And if yeah. you don't exercise it, it just always seems like this effort. 
to just say stuff in that language. Mm. And it's hard. So when I was in when Ecuador last year, like, I just went to bed tired because that part of my brain had been just, like, overworked, you know? Yeah. And it was fun, but at the same time, like, sometimes you're just tired and you're like, I don't want to speak anymore. I don't want to hear this language anymore. It's just <laughs> too much. So, anyway, but uh, what a blessing to have, you know, Duolingo, to have good, um, good schools that mm. teach foreign languages and, and we really, did watch a movie we did watch and we watched life, life is beautiful and after a while it just seems like a normal I, show i was surprised yeah i was very surprised that even joshua like i thought he'd be like oh i don't watch this i'm done or yeah. he'd not be he was into it i felt yeah. like he was able to yeah follow along just it's fine italian such I'd a like beautiful to hear language his too take on that what he thought about it but we well maybe circle back when he gets down here but you like that show peter mm-hmm. yeah it's sad though it Super sad. sad, but like in the hap hap happiest way, yeah. right? I think just because our mentality is, you know, families can be together forever, and so we kind of hold out with that hope, even though it's a disappointing to see, you know, a family member you know, get separated from their kid or their spouse or whatever. Um, anyway. Well, I'm thinking for a minute too about um, has nothing to do with the storyline except to say that that. Uh, that should I start again? Sometimes my yeah, go ahead. sometimes my thoughts don't come out. <laughs> just thinking about how special that show is to us, just because of Joshua, and that was kind of how Joshua's name. That's was, true. It was just it kind of integral in the creation of Joshua's name, and mm-hmm. then in his logo. And um, anyway, so yeah, that's, that's so important true. to know. I we didn't really talk tell, about that last week with him. I told but, Joshua when we um, started watching it, but yeah, I'm glad you brought it up. Just a little bit with him. Well, good. Um, we're going to transition really quick. We're going to get through these next couple uh, fast. Uh, again, I was traveling. We didn't really collectively look at these dates together. We have the Mayflower Day. Mayflower which, Day. Uh, do you know what Mayflower is, Peter? No. What is it? Um, isn't it the ship that came over to um, the Americas? Yes. It is. I want you to think of one thing really quick. What would life have to be like for you to get on a boat and travel to and travel through like barely uncharted waters to a new land and not even know if you're going to be able to make it across to the new land or survive you know question, in a new land. Dad. I don't know if that was their mentality. But I just think, what could it have been like? How awful could it have been for these people to want to take that risk, to drop everything that they had ever known and take what little they could in their hands and just come over? I mean, I don't think that we've ever been in that kind of despair, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we think that we have it bad from time to time because, you know, they run out of our favorite brand at Costco (laughs) or something like that. But... I don't think that anyone that we talk to on a regular basis has ever like gotten to that point where they're just like, I would leave everything behind and go on this ship to the unknown yeah. for a new life. Like, yeah. And that's what I pondered that day. So, so cool. And it wasn't a cakewalk when they got here. We'll talk about that next uh, in Wait, November. Was that the day that they left? For Thanksgiving. Um, I need to research, but I think, it, I think that's the day that was um, on Plymouth Rock. Um, September 16th. But there's got to be some connection. There's got to be a connection because I did do some research when I put this calendar together. So, anyhow. I really wish Joshua was here for the next one. This is Frisbee Day. 
Frisbee day. Frisbee day. And I have to I have to say um, that my little illustration for this week, I'm starting to bring those into this little chat conversation, but the Frisbee <laughs> is being shared by a pilgrim and an Indian. And one thing that's so funny is that I put lo siento, which is I'm sorry in Spanish, on this Frisbee. And the funny thing about that is I was playing playing Frisbee with Aunt Mary Jane, Becky's sister. And she said the funniest thing. She said, oh, you mean you'd like to play I'm sorry? And I said, what do you mean? And she said, when you play Frisbee, it just is a collection of saying I'm sorry because no one can throw Frisbee very well. And you just say I'm sorry over and over. And um, That's a funny so here's the funny thing is that as I was putting this illustration together, I thought, you know what? The pilgrims were, I'm sure, just super well-meaning people. And I'm sure that the Indians were also super well-meaning. But how often did they did their intended message get misinterpreted or fall flat or there was just not enough communication to make things work and problems arose? You know what I mean? Um, and I'm not excusing anyone's behavior. I'm not professing to know like specifics of history all that we do know is that you know the indians um lost their land to these pilgrims and the pilgrims weren't um you know coming over to pillage another civilization they just were seeking for freedom right anyway i just thought that was really interesting because frisbee is often that way where someone with good intentions tosses a frisbee hoping that it connects to the other person and it often doesn't (laughs) and that's why we say I'm sorry That's so often. Nice. So, and Joshua and I lately have been playing frisbee an awful lot, and he is really, really good. He's getting really good. So, um, anyway, really, really like to see that happen with that little guy. So, uh, Wednesday, I finally came back from my trip on Wednesday, and it was late, so we still didn't get a chat about this topic, but it was I am sorry day, and. Um, one of the things that I oh. feel like we say when we say I'm sorry is, like, lo siento means I feel it. That's what it literally is saying in Spanish. Oh, I and like so that. when you say I'm sorry, it's like you are trying to put yourself in someone else's shoes. You know? Like, when you sincerely say I'm sorry, it's like, oh, man, I, I didn't know you felt that way. Or I didn't know I hurt your feelings. Or I'm really sorry that that... Is affecting you or that you're going through this thing you know there's some power in those words um as as you think about that meaning like uh and as you think about the power that empathy can have in our lives right peter is it hard to say i'm sorry no i say it all the time easy to say i'm sorry easy to say do you know who had a hard time saying i'm sorry do you remember this mom remember when we could not get Alyssa to say i'm sorry I don't remember. You don't that. remember? But I think all of us, it can be, like, it seems easy, easy to say I'm sorry, but sometimes it's not easy to actually be sorry or to, you you know what I'm saying? True. Especially if, if there's, like, fault on both ends. Yes. Yeah. What, what were you trying to get her to say sorry about? She just I just remember when or... she was little, and, like, if she and Anna were having an argument, this would have been she, when she was, like, four you know, One of the four things or five. we teach kids to do is to say, I'm sorry. She but... just could not apologize. We would say, you know, Alyssa, it's, it's good to say, I'm sorry, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And we would just sit there and say, are you going to say it? And we would threaten to take away privileges if she wasn't willing to say good two parenting, simple parenting words. Parenting at our finest. Well, she wasn't willing to say like the simplest thing, which well, I, I think. Well, I know, but. 
Listen, she's our guinea pig. She's the oldest. Actually, uh, now that I'm thinking back on the story, I'm feeling like, way to go, Alyssa. Like, she wasn't well, she wasn't feeling sorry, so she wasn't going to just say those words because her parents were going to take away privileges. Yeah, very good. She so like, she should have just told us, I'm not ready yet. Yeah. I'm she not just, ready. But yeah. instead, she does not even know how to use those words. <laughs> she was just being She's quiet. She's just quiet. So yeah. anyway, interesting, interesting little details with, with those words. Family. Um, we've got a special guest coming up, but I don't want to, um, encroach on their Saturday any more than we have to. So, or Sunday. So we'll just talk, um, through social media blackout day for another five minutes or so. And then, and then we'll uh, introduce our guest, but, um, we're going to talk about social media blackout for five minutes. I know it needs to it's be a, like it's 10 a long minutes, time. No, minutes, I'm right? saying it's a five. It's a long time. Five minutes. I feel like yeah. I talk about forever. Have okay. you ever blacked out your social media and just like ignored it for a long time um i want to say yes okay um what did you, i, I what don't did think you i don't think that? i've ever like 100 percent not looked at it at all really well the, this is my reasoning um there have been days where i haven't looked at it at all just because i haven't needed to i haven't right i haven't been a part of my world but then there's and, and there are days where i definitely am intending to not like I'm trying to avoid it now but I I just have always maintained like this is a way of communication like I need to look at it because I'm working like I specifically remember last year I think President Nelson encouraged us to go without social media for a week right well um we were doing the play at that time and I needed to get on Facebook to check like messages, group messages. Messages to yeah. know like when we were meeting, when we were not meeting, all these things. So so that time I wasn't participating in social media as far as like scrolling, seeing what else was happening. Yeah. But I was on social media because I was getting my, it was like I was working. I was getting my messages. You were working, but you said a word scrolling. And I yeah. think that's what the fast is from. Like when you're scrolling. Yeah. Just kind of. Like don't scroll. Don't That's, scroll. Like yeah. if you need to get some information from someone or get someone's contact information yeah. or send a message, like that's a completely different thing. Yeah. But so this, and, and I guess I'm just saying this because I know a lot of people did put on their social media, like, Hey, I won't be, I, you won't be able to contact me because <laughs> I'm going to be doing yeah, this challenge. And I just felt like I could have done that. I could have, but right. at the time, social media wasn't a draw for me anyway. So it wasn't like a, a thing. So I was fine with still checking and I still feel like I was trying to be in the spirit of what the prophet was asking us right. to do. I just Well, I remember waking up on this day thinking, okay, this is this is the day we're not doing social media and you know, I too I've been, you know, a week at a time without really looking at it and have really enjoyed not yeah, um, having that extra comes. layer of just like oh, I think I should do this or that Outside nervous tick where you just like have to soak in all of that um, social goodness. Mm -hmm. But I'm with you. Like when I get to work, like that's part of my role as I'm um, doing the marketing for the, um, the home builder where I work is to open up social media and look at, you know, certain data or, you know, manage some advertising that we're doing or whatever. And you just have to, to log in. And so you, you do see it, but yeah. it's the endless scroll and I remember at a certain point, like with Instagram, um, which has kind of evolved at least in today's 2019, I feel like as the the top of the mountain as far as popular um, social media. And it depends on who you're with. Like some would say that's Twitter, some would say it's YouTube, or you know, yeah, however you're classifying it. What do you think? Facebook. Peter? 
Um, you say YouTube? But I would say in my sphere, like, Instagram is definitely the, the giant time suck for people. And I remember, you know, following just tons of, of people and you just scroll and scroll and scroll as if you have to get to the end of the scroll and consume everyone's thoughts <laughs> that you're following. And then the next day... It's like the social media fairy has another batch for you, you know, and you just, it's just so, so much. And it gets into this habit and you, you have developed a habit or maybe in some cases, some form of an addiction without even realizing it, you know, Uh and there's some downsides to it, especially depending on um, why you consume what you consume. And I feel like that's a constant thing I'm going through my mind. Like, why am I paying attention to this? Do I need to? You know, all that kind of stuff, just so that it doesn't become something that I'm, like, attached to, like a pacifier, you know? Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Well, our special guest today is uh, a good friend of mine. Um, Her name is Allison. Do you want to dial her up, Becky? Um, Allison um, posted, uh, interestingly enough, on her social media a couple of weeks ago that a friend of hers was looking to sell um, an entry to the Huntsville Marathon. This was two and a half weeks ago, and uh, I at the beginning of this year I wanted to do the Huntsville Marathon because it was a um, it was a race that she was doing, and I it was her first marathon. And I said I'm going to do that oh, along marathon. with you, yeah. Oh. And uh, I hadn't prepared. Hello. Here she is, Allison. Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Snarly Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's good to be there. Yes, you are here in voice. How are you feeling? <laughs> I was just I was just teeing up this uh, uh, this intro about you, just saying that you had posted on your Facebook about um, Matt needing to sell his bib for the Huntsville Marathon, and yeah, and I just decided I I thought I was going to join her for her first marathon, so I'm going to buy this, even though I am not, not ready. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, and I'm so glad that I did. How are you feeling today? Good. So I, I just attempted to take a nap, but it's like every time I try to get up from in the lying down position, that's when it like, it's when it's like the sorest. (laughs) Or, or, or when you get out of your car, I, yeah, it's like moments like this where I'm like, I wish I drove like a, 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 a high like, truck or SUV yeah. or something because <laughs> I don't know. So that's like where that's, that's, that's when I feel it the most. <laughs> so I'm I assuming, feel good. I feel good though. I'm assuming your legs are probably hammered the most, right? You know what? They, yes. What, I'd say what are like, you surprised by? What, what aches and pains are you like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even know I had a, a sore, a muscle to be sore there. Um, I don't know. I I think what I'm most surprised by, I'm not surprised by any of the soreness. Like I've experienced uh, soreness from races before, but you know, I, I experimented with the um, the tape, like the fancy tape people use and the calf oh, yeah, sleeves. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I'm surprised by the spots that I'm not as sore in because of the little um, the things that I tested. Oh, for this so, race oh wow so like the what do you call that the kt tape yeah and you use like that I'm on surprised, your knees i'm surprised that my knees feel totally fine 
<laughs> that's, that's cool. amazing, especially downhill race. You'd think they'd Yeah. Do. Yeah, this yeah. this um this chat, this, this gnarly Sunday is actually sponsored by KT Tape. So mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm even saying it right. When I I was explain, yeah, when I was explaining it, I'm like, I hope it doesn't sound like I'm trying to like do some advertising for them because I'm not. They're not paying me to say that. We like to advertise falsely on this podcast. Um, I'm always surprised that the day after, I'm super, super sore. Mm -hmm. Like sore than the day of the race. And uh, even when I woke up this morning, I was feeling all right. I walked, you know, a kilometer to the church for meetings and stuff. And I was like, okay, this is, this is great. And then of course you sit down for your church meetings and then getting up is just a bear. (laughs) It's no fun. (laughs) Going to the bathroom. That seems like the toughest because you're like sitting down. Yeah. You gotta just like use those quad muscles. (laughs) Like we'll just. Going, uh, for me, it was going down the stairs. Going Mm -hmm. up is okay, but down is a different story. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a lot of stairs in your house? I do. So my house is this kind of this loft sort of house. It's, it's, it's like two story, but the, the first bottom story is my garage and then everything else, the living space is above it. Oh, sure. So you walk, yeah, you walk into the front door and you're just going straight up these stairs and it's like my first time coming when I drove home yesterday after the marathon I opened my door and I said oh no (laughs) (laughs) I gotta get up there somehow I have to make food (laughs) yeah Uh, (laughs) so you just like pull yourself up this was your first marathon but you've done plenty of um half marathons and other races like that before right right like 20 or so I did a yeah, you know, like almost 20 half marathons and a Ragnar before yeah um, yeah so so is I it just too said, early to say not? whether or not this is your last marathon would you do I don't this again think it is my I don't think it's my last I think I I think it could either be like an a yearly thing or an every other year thing mm-hmm. um but like I sat next to the lady I sat next to on the bus on the way up was just telling me she started running marathons only two years ago and she's already run like like 50 of them and like yeah she's crazy <laughs> like she's nuts it's like every three weeks or something she's running some sort of marathon <laughs> I'm like okay I'm not gonna do it that frequently <laughs> like ever and I'm not gonna I'm not very fast and I'm not where, where was trying she from? to qualify for she, she her husband's in the military they kind of live around everywhere okay so um, did she travel to do this one or does she just live in the area she they currently live nearby okay yeah probably i think her. like somewhere up where you guys live oh well when i hear things like that i just tell i just like helps me to remember not all bodies are created equal because it, I don't yeah. think my body even could do that. Like, it needs time to, re- like, rejuvenate. Or, or even <laughs> yeah. if it could, like, if, let's say that it can. 
you don't want to dedicate all your time to running for any number of reasons. Yeah. Uh, there's four of them living in our house. True. And it's hard to run when you're chasing around kids and taxing them places <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So anyway, well, it was, uh, it was an amazing experience to see you uh, finish your first. And awesome. I was on cloud nine because I had very low expectations for myself, given that I'd given myself two weeks to really prepare for this. Um, and uh, I probably, if I would have been able to choose, I would have wanted maybe uh, at least a month and a half or two months to, to gear up. But, you know, you do what you yeah. can do. And uh, and I was really amazed at um, what I was able to do, get a get a personal best um, with, with all of those details. And Allison, too, personal best. That's oh, true. It is my personal best, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, and I would choose to race in that kind of weather every day of the week and twice oh, on yeah. Sunday. Oh, yeah, wasn't that nice? Not only that, but I remember just taking those initial pictures at the start line and almost thinking, like, this is a dream. Like, being yeah. here, we're above the clouds. This is so beautiful. And it was just, it was just like this this magic. cool magical experience to start and then just to kind of run through it all yeah kind of like this um it was all i looked at the picture i took mm -hmm. um it was all kind of purpley yeah like like mist mystical purple kind of sky yeah with i don't know clouds you, you know you know, like you're above the clouds and and the mountains are all snow capped oh, and i'm goodness. like it's still technically summer and uh -huh. here's yeah. all this snow <laughs> well and we were Everywhere. fortunate to not be rained on because that that can change your perception of a particular race but we we lucked out were you cold i was worried about you the whole time thinking you were just gonna freeze to death no. you don't have like long sleeves no not bad i was not bad i think my hands got a little bit cold but it probably by like mile five or something my hands felt pretty good did they okay. yeah it was fine well, awesome. Well, Allison, we've been through a number of topics this uh, for the the last week, and we are on topic uh, for September twentieth, which is Make a New Friend Day. Uh -huh. And you're super good at making new friends. I saw you make new friends um, yesterday at the race. But yeah. I was thinking, and I don't want to put you on the spot, but I'm going to. <laughs> Do you remember when we met? I do. I think I just, I think I had just run the Ragnar and I think it was choir tour. It was a choir tour. The, I don't know if you have the same memory, but I think the first time I talked to you was choir tour. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You got into the choir, I want to say in 2010. Uh, no, I'm not in that famous group. I was 2013. You were 2013. <laughs> I know there's the famous 2010 group where they're like, like 50 like key <laughs> choir oh. uh, yeah i was 2013 that's interesting okay you were the 2010 so then either. was your first tour the um the new york tour where we stayed yes. in new york for yes. the bulk of the... i could yeah i was um me and some new sopranos were invited to the 2013 tour because i needed extra sopranos but i i had just started a new job and it felt you know, like a couple of weeks before that. And then it felt kind of weird to leave the new job for, for like two weeks. Yeah. Oh, Hey, thanks for hiring me. Uh, see you I'm out of here. Two yeah. and a half weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so my first one was 2013. Okay. Yeah. 
In 20, or 15, 20, 15, 2015. I mean. 2015, we were in New York. Yeah. I, I remember, I think you were wearing your Ragnar t-shirt. Um, it was probably like the first place we stayed, which would have been, I don't even remember where it was. Yeah, was what it in, was it? It was, was it like Maryland? D.C. somewhere. Yeah, it was. I think it was close to D.C., which like Bethesda. Yeah. And um, it was one evening after we had gotten to the hotel or whatever, and I think um, I'd just gone down to the pool and there was a bunch of people. You were part of the group. Yeah. And uh, I kind of just barged into the group like, hey, let's, <laughs> let's all be friends. So, and that was it. And then, yeah. what, two years later, we're eating escargot in yes, Amsterdam. Yes, that was the so best. <laughs> Have you had any since? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm reliving this memory, um, and I thought to myself, I should try that. You can buy it at the store. You, oh. can, you can buy snails, and you can buy the shells. I can't imagine it's any good. I think it's I want someone nice. else uh, skilled to make it for Agreed. me, like someone who gets paid to make yes. it. If, if, I, <laughs> if I made it and invited you to in, to eat, would you eat it? I would want you to experiment on your own family first, and then you invite me later. <laughs> I can't get my family to be adventurous in um, in what they eat, um, but uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll look at a recipe and and figure out how to make it good. If I if I ever do, you're the first one I'm calling. Okay, I would eat it. I would, yeah, like I would eat it if I had opportunity, but I just don't have opportunities to eat it. Yeah. Okay, well, that's when we met, um, and and we became really fast friends. Um, when you think about making friends, does it, like, raise your anxiety level? Um, I'm, no, um, but at the same time, if it's, if it's uh, a setting where there's more than 15 people, it's like, I get I get anxiety when there's pe- when with people around, but if it's a smaller group, kind of like that, I feel great. Or or if there are a lot of people around, but there's only like ten people that we're focusing on, then I feel fine. But I don't know, just it's, uh, it's like the big party thing kind of wigs me out. But if I'm able to easily just uh, let all those other people fade. And I'm focused on just a, a one person or a small group of people. It's it's easier. I don't yeah. know. That's interesting you say that because, um, as we know, being in the Tabernacle Choir is a party every other day, right? Yeah. On the weekly basis. Um, and there's just hundreds of people there. But you kind of can just ignore most of those people and just yeah. focus on those that you sit next to or that you locker next to or the ones that kind of pass by you most often, right? Right. So I, I'm i kind of with you. Like, I don't like, like, big parties. I like to, you know, find someone that is, you know, outgoing and can share, like, you know, this is what I like to do or, you know, I don't know. Like, how do you... We're becoming adults. Becky and I are having this conversation earlier this week, and it's like, how do we make friends? Do we even have any friends other than <laughs> each other? You know? Yeah, how, how do you? Yeah, what are, what well, are some... There, there's people that you work with, and so you're kind of forced into these relationships where in order to work with them effectively, you've got to open up and say, you know, this is what I enjoy doing, or this is my name, or I live in by, the city. Unless you want to be the rude hermit at work, like it's... 
Which I pick and choose. Sometimes for some people, sadly enough, like I choose to just be very this all Close, business. Quiet. Yeah. And sometimes it takes a little while to um realize, oh, like I'd have a better relationship with this person and it would be enjoyable if I would just like be my friendly self mm-hmm. rather than my reserved, uh-huh. aloof mm-hmm. personality. Yeah. And when I was in choir, that was that was a thing for me. Um there are so many different types there and so many people that I kind of felt like if I was to be like super outgoing to everyone all the time, like I'd get in trouble. I'd be talking all the time. I would be, you know what I mean? And so for a lot of, a lot of the time, I remember showing up, sitting in my seat, being very quiet because we were asked to be, and then just going home and not really speaking two words to, to a lot of people. And, um, I mean, I have great relationships there and great memories there, but I also have that memory of just kind of like, you know, when the new choir members come in, it's just kind of like, okay, well, I'll get to know you when I feel like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that Yeah. I, I think, I think that's me sometimes. I'll, I, especially like Thursday nights after choir, I'm super tired. I don't really want to talk to anyone. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I have to like walk, I walk really fast anyway. So I'm like walking fast, speeding past all these people. And sometimes, you know, to get to my, to turn my music in and then to get to my car. And sometimes I feel bad. I'm like, what am I doing? I should, I should spend, I don't know. Sometimes being friendly, I mean, it it comes natural to me, but there are times where. times, yeah. I don't, (laughs) I want to be not unfriendly, but I don't, it just takes energy. It takes energy for me to socialize yeah hey, <laughs> speaking of your car are you still parking in the um, parking spot that i uh, bequeathed to you i do not park in that garage anymore <laughs> you don't no because at work i i got uh, invited by parking services to start parking in the other garage a lot closer to the building and i'm like oh. uh, you know what yeah <laughs> so i sadly do not use that spot anymore that's okay <laughs> every time i have to go park there that's where i go just for memory's sake so <laughs> and because i get all twisted around when i park other places and i forget where i'm going so yeah <laughs> um this this is another question that could potentially put you on the spot apologies okay. but making friends we've discussed like it can be hard. It can be easy. Here are the circumstances where it can be fun. You are in a position where you're mid single and what is that like? What are you, what are you looking um, to talk to people about in a circumstance where you're like, Hey, there's some cool guys here that, you know, I want to be friends with. Like, how do you kick off that type of conversation? And what's, what's kind of one of those key indicators to you that's like, Oh, this person's you know, worth, you know, not just continuing the conversation, but like, I will call them back or I will reach out to them. Does that make sense? Um, are you talking about just guys or girls? Uh, it could be any. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, like, okay. Rephrase the question. Um, uh, it was a long question. (laughs) I'm trying to think about rephrasing it. So where it's like, um, you're just saying like what catches her interest to continue a conversation with somebody or what do you just, what, what's a good topic of conversation, like something you bring up? 
Yeah, what do you, um, what do you, what do you enjoy, I, like, talking about, I guess? And, like, and, we often will discuss, oh, you have kids, how many kids do you have, blah, blah, blah. And right. you're wondering for her, like, what is something? I, I find myself, just start off with a, kind of a small, I don't, I don't know, sometimes you say, how are you doing? Oh, instead of saying, how are you doing, I'll say something like, like, here's just something I do to get conversation, like a real conversation started instead of just like, how are you doing? I'm fine. Sure. How's your week? It was great. Um, you just, you, I, I asked something like, what was the, like, pick one cool thing that happened to you this week and tell me about that. <laughs> and then something in their answer, it's got to be like a closed something like a closed or open question and they have to come up with some specific answer to my question and then usually something from their answer will make me think of some other interesting question it just opens the doors to all these other interesting topics about that person i'm glad Um, you phrased it that way because yeah. it reminds me of the random questions that I'd ask people when I was sitting next to them in choir or whatever. Because there's not a lot of time to chat. Yeah. But I would, I would just ask something stupid like, if, if you could go get some ice cream after tonight's rehearsal, what flavor? And those yeah. that are willing to play along with dumb questions usually are the types that like... You like to hang I like there. to <laughs> talk about a lot of things with them, you know? And yes. so it's a dumb question that, like, I don't care what flavor of ice cream you like, but I like that you like to have conversation. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what I heard you say. Yes, like that. Like, if they're if they're easy to talk to in a little tiny experiment like that, here, I'm going to try to get them to talk to me about this. And yeah. if they're rolling along with it pretty well, that's a sign to me, like, oh, I will talk to them more um i actually meet a lot of people how i meet friends i'm in this hiking group that happens on wednesday nights oh yeah and i meet a lot of people that way and i feel like hiking uh is a like my favorite way to get to know somebody because conversations just spill out of your mouth yeah um i don't know it's easier when you're like moving somewhere with somebody instead of just sitting down sometimes that's true you're doing something too instead of just yeah standing in a party atmosphere or something yeah for sure yeah yeah i think that's easier for me if we're if we're like out doing something yeah good answer good answer we'll we'll take that um we'll take that to the next day the last day this week which is the 21st of september saturday and my favorite question on the 21st of september is do you remember the 21st night of September. You have asked me that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we're just going to we're just going to say the 21st was awesome yesterday because of this experience we've been talking about um doing the marathon, but do you have any other specific memories tied to September 21st that are awesome? Um, it was it's my niece's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> And it is my old roommate's birthday. (laughs) And I know that we've partied with them before on this day. And it makes me think of the first day of fall. And that is my favorite season because a lot of times the 21st night of of September is 
the beginning of my, my the official beginning of my favorite season. But I don't know specific memories tied to it. I don't know. Those I just are really know that good it's answers. a good day. Those are really good answers because I only have I have two answers for that. Um, one, the Earth, Wind, and Fire song is amazing. And I think yep. I really grabbed onto the Earth, Wind, and Fire song because it's in my favorite movie, which is Dan in Real Life. Uh-huh. And it's in the scene in the family reunion where they wake up in the morning to do family fitness, like a aerobics thing. It is. And as I was watching that for the first time, I had this realization that I had married into a family that was exactly the same in marrying into Becky's family. And uh-huh. we were watching this movie. She had fallen asleep, and I continue watching it, and I am just dying. The first time we watched the it? The first time that I watched it. Uh. I'm just dying that this family is just as quirky <laughs> as the Castletons. Have you seen it, Allison? Have you seen this show, Dan, in real life? A very long time ago, but I remember I liked it. Um, yeah, it's it's our family fave. And so, anyway, they, they play the song for that uh, scene, and then... It kind of just was a thing for me to just try to have fun or whatever on September 21st. And I remember the choir traveled up to Rexburg, Idaho um, to do a concert in their new um, kind of conference center venue. Yeah. Um, were you a part of that? Uh, no. You were not a part of it. I don't remember what year. but I think I that do... was before my time, like a year before my time. Okay. It could have been. The funniest, the funniest thing about that trip was that the day before we were supposed to leave, Barry, who coordinated all the travel for the choir, um, had gotten a phone call from the bus company that he had used to um, to get all these um, buses to take us up there, and they said there were not enough buses to take our entire group, and mm-hmm. and uh, because some of them had broken down or you know whatever, I can't remember all the reasons. But uh, he told us their solution was to somehow contract with the buses that take people out to Wendover, the fun buses. Okay. <laughs> and you were you you promised you weren't a part of this. I I, I promise. Okay, you. so this is a, this is a brand new story. So he said it was like he needed to remind the group that that's the situation. Some of you will be asked to ride the fun bus. Please do not make a big deal out of it, positive or negative. He called it the fun bus. <laughs> well, the funny thing was is that people were on it, and it was just hilarious. And as soon as the buses got parked at the conference center, whether this was purposeful or not, it was as if the fun bus was parked and the normal buses were parked around it, as if to kind of hide it from people's eyes. <laughs> And it just was so funny to me. I had just happened to, because I like to put together a little illustration or badge or sticker for all of these little trips that we take. And I had created this um, design, which incorporated a bus and the Rexburg Temple. And I put it in this configuration so that the silhouettes of both of those combined kind of made the shape of Idaho. And so I thought, what are the chances that I've created this? And then Barry says, one of them is going to be a fun bus. So I used my little illustration and um, I made the bus that was in the illustration to be the fun bus. And it was all kind of in this circular little um, lockup. And so, of course, I had to make this circular um, lockup into a poker chip. Yeah. 
because of course. Fun bus. Anyway, that was uh, that concert was on the twenty first of September, <laughs> and uh, I hold that memory near and dear. I remember uh, the travel up there and uh, getting back just super super late, and it was so late that there were, there was to talk about like going to Denny's after, and I was like, I don't, <laughs> I just want to go home. I don't want to see people anymore. So anyway. Fun, fun memory on the 21st. What made the fun bus the fun bus? Well, I didn't ride the fun bus. Oh, um, okay. I don't have that memory. <laughs> I've got to ask people. I'm like, what is it about the fun bus? Well, the fun um, bus is just covered in Wendover propaganda. Like the outside <laughs> of it's wrapped with all sorts of poker chips and things like that. So it's, it's very recognizable when it's on the road. And you wouldn't think that the fun bus would ever be carrying um, card card carrying members of the uh, the like church, the Lord's choir on, on it. The, yeah, exactly. So just a just a funny funny memory. That's so, funny. I need to see that illustration too. Maybe I've seen it, but um, I need to. I will text see it to you. It is. Yeah, sounds good. Text it to you following our uh, our chat, which we've we've finished all of the topics for this last week, and we included you on the last two. So thank you so much for your time. Oh, um, thank you for for inviting me to be part of this. Yeah, you're you're so so welcome. It's been a long time um, running since uh, I thought I need to have Allison on this because she would be perfect for lots of reasons. But um, at the very end of each of the chats that we have, we talk about the um, week coming up which is Celebrate Work Week. Mm-hmm. So, and you are still working at the church, right? Yeah. What's your job there? I'm in the finance department in the budget office. Okay. Um, just kind of help take care of the money at the church in my own little way. In your own little way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a big ta- task to tackle, and we all have a little part. Okay. So, yeah. So celebrate that. That sounds awesome. Um, today, the 22nd, is Give Something Away Day. So whatever it is, just put it aside, take it to the DI. Maybe, oh, or, or something, like, or could you, like, give away, like, Allison just gave away her time. She, like, shared that with us. She did. You gave away some of, you gave away <laughs> yeah. some of this time where you could be napping. So <laughs> you're celebrating this day even before you knew it. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm going to be, like, sharing my sustenance with people when I go to a potluck thing in, like, oh, an yeah. hour from now. <laughs> oh, there you go. For sure. Um, tomorrow, or, uh, the 23rd, tomorrow, Granola Appreciation Day, which I'm a big fan ah. of the granola. Oh, Joshua was asking where that granola was today. I, I had a granola bar it. today. No, and Allison's already and celebrated. You celebrated early. Oh, man. <laughs> I have another one I could eat tomorrow. Eat it tomorrow. <laughs> and I will appreciate it again. Yes. The, 24th, <laughs> yeah. the 24th is career celebration day, so you can think about what you want to be when you grow up, which is like a, yeah. a week-to-week um, thought process for me. The 25th, it kind of is, huh? Yeah. The 25th is Mona Lisa Day. The 26th oh. is Entrepreneur Day. The 27th. Excited for this one. Navy Blue Day. Think about what things are best in navy blue. I know what I can wear in navy blue on that day. That's Friday? You do? Okay, whatever. that's Friday. I want you to okay. send me a picture of whatever you choose. And then okay. this next day is a really special one for you. The stars have aligned. Okay. The 28th of September is Favorite Bird Day. Oh, and I know mine. You have a favorite bird. Can oh, you introduce your bird? Could you could you have your bird speak to us on this little recording? <laughs> Let's see if I can. So 
she'll probably start squawking when she hears me come down the hall. That's okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Bird, you're on the air. You're on the air. Can you can you speak? That was when Allison whistled. That's a real bird. Can you speak? And, and then she's, she's kind of like hissing at you a little you? bit. Like, Argh! she's like, Argh! what's your bird's name again? Mrs. Nesbitt. Mrs. Nesbitt. And <laughs> tell me her favorite songs to sing. Uh, from Mozart's Magic Flute. She likes the Queen of the Night aria. And she sings that all the time. All <laughs> the time. Um, and Andy Griffith theme song, like the whole thing. And the Star Wars Imperial March. Those are the top three. And can you get her to do this on command or is it just random? It's random. Okay. It's like it's like when I'm cleaning house and listening to a record or when I'm watching a movie and she's like wanting to be the star and she's trying to overpower the movie. She wants to be the star of the she whatever's happening in the house right now. Yeah. She wants to be the entertainment. <laughs> How did you just she like competes? How did she did learn these songs? How did you just she just uh, from me? She learned everything from me. Oh. I grew up with the I grew up with the bird uh, from you know age zero to age seventeen. There was a bird in our family, and um, we always whistled songs to the bird, and the bird would whistle them back. And uh, when I became a homeowner, I said I need to have the bird tradition again. So I got a bird. Uh, as a baby, the bird was like three months old, uh-huh. and or maybe two months old. Yeah, she was like two months old, and then I said, "I'm going to teach her stuff." <laughs> so I just started like whistling right, like day one. I started trying to teach songs, and she picked it up after a couple of that is so cool. Months. I love that, Mrs. Nesbit. Well, tell Mrs. Nesbit hello. Um, we'll be celebrating our favorite birds, and I've listed a lot of different birds. Everything from Big Bird, Tweety Bird, <laughs> Toucan Sam, Angry Birds, Larry Bird, Woodstock, <laughs> or, you know, your favorite, like, bird in the wild. You know, a bald eagle, maybe? maybe. Yeah, oh, I love those. Yeah, I love maybe those. A, maybe a falcon. Maybe yeah. A, maybe a ladyhawk. Maybe just a bluebird. Or a, a bluebird. A bluebird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so nice. So that's the 28th of September. So um, if you're into celebrating these random uh, themes with us, um, that's what to celebrate. So yeah. Anyhow. Well, Allison, thank you so much for being a part of this again. And um, you go take a nap, like a really long one this time. <laughs> it might have to wait till the end of the day when I retire. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, good luck with the rest of your recovery, and um, we'll just talk to you soon, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Thank you again for right. inviting me to do this. You are very welcome. Peace out, and peace out peace to out. all of you. You're great people. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, we'll tell you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Sounds good. Okay. And bye to everyone else. Any last words, Becky, before you fall asleep? Oh, yeah. You made it, though. I did. My yeah. eyes are, like, closing. This was, the, this was just us. Just 
just we had a little bit of Peter. Oh, and Allison, we had the interview. Peter came in. We must not have been talking about anything interesting because he slowly rolled away. (laughs) Yeah, he rolled away, and I got after him for making noise in the background. So, anyway, thanks for uh, listening and uh, enjoy this little ditty by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Bye. Bye.